I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pants. Ciao, Bella. I had to do it. Are we recording? Yeah. Buonasera. Oh, that's good. I don't even know what that means. Good day? Okay. Buonasera. Deep trip of a lifetime. I want to hear all about it. Okay. Kim and I started early together before we met the big crowd of people that we've traveled with. We went early to Rome, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And... Did everything you do in Rome, minus... Question. How was the flight? The flight was great. I mean, our original flight didn't... We weren't going to make our connection, so we left later. Yeah, you were supposed to leave in the morning. Yeah, but you know what? We got on a better flight. Good. And it was seamless. I have no flight drama. It was just very like we got there. It was easy. Good. Good. To to Italy and back. Great. No flight drama. You had good airplane karma. Yes, I had a great experience on the airplanes. So you get to Rome... Okay, so we get to Rome. We, well, I can't say wait. Kim set up three tours with a private tour guide. So it was just Kim and I and her, and this woman. Right. And she took us to see the Colosseum. Didn't they take? Didn't she take you in a golf cart? No, that was the last one, and I and I nixed that one because it hurt my neck. The <laughs> the, go, the, go, the golf that was cart. last. No, the first one. The first two days were tours with this woman. It was incredible. Okay. So she, she, you get a car service to the Coliseum. She meets you. She gets you like, there's no lines. You don't do, you just get right through to everything. Mm -hmm. And she personally tells you this, the story of everything just to your face. So she walks you everywhere and is like, so, you know, this is what happened here. What was your favorite thing? What was the most favorite piece of history you learned? Well, I found the Coliseum. I feel like I'm in class. Like you're like. I haven't like I have been a te- to Italy. Like there was a test and I didn't study for it. I haven't been to Italy and I want to know. Well, I found the Colosseum and the Roman culture yes. <laughs> at the time a little too brutal for my liking. It was, it oh, was. Your delicate sensibilities. Well, 5,000 animals died. They did? Yes. From See? what? Kate. I don't, I don't the know. Gladiators. The gladiators. The gladiators killed 5,000 animals? Yes. 
for the what, for what reason for entertainment they killed cats and dogs for entertainment they killed a lot a lot of animals no yeah so it's kind of an upsetting place because that's what they used to, anyway there was nero the bad emperor right it's a it's very game of thronesy yes minus the dragons but mm-hmm. you know he was the young emperor and he built this coliseum and there was no price of admission so basically there was like a tier of a tier structure of like where they where people would sit so it was like the common folk and then all the rich powerful mm-hmm. people and then above where the women and children were at the top mm-hmm. and they they could be there all day long so they had like entertainment food whatever and then the gladiators would pop up from the floor there were 60 trap doors i've seen gladiator okay so they'd pop up and then the animal would pop up and oh like tigers and gladiator actually a she said the one historical misstep that a lot of people make is that tigers were rare if if like barely ever used interesting because they were too expensive to bring over interesting so it was like a lot of like boars and there were lions elephants no yeah i'm telling you it's really sad Oh, Bears. no. Okay, okay, I'm done. See? I, I don't want to okay. hear about it anymore. Bona Santa. But, the, but <laughs> <laughs> the story is interesting, though. I'd like to see the Coliseum in person. No, it's the most, in, the, the history of that city is, like, mind-boggling. And then the Vatican. Is then the Vatican the, was the next day. Does the Pope day? live at the Vatican? Yeah, he does. Aren't you, didn't, weren't you, didn't you go to Catholic school? Yeah, but it goes to show you how much I listened. He does live there, though. That's his house. Yeah, I okay. mean, sure. It's the people's house, but Did I Did you think- get a... Did you get a selfie with him? He didn't come out to say hi to okay. anybody. Was I, Maybe it wasn't on his schedule. But th- basically, like, same thing. She walked us through the entire thing. We were like, give us the hits. Because we're like, we don't, you know yeah, what I mean? Give us the hits. But we, I saw everything. Michelangelo's ceiling. I mean, it's everybody. I, I sound. And you can't take pictures there, right? Is it at the. Right. I accidentally got a picture of Jesus. Because <laughs> I didn't know. She brings <laughs> A great picture of Jesus, but why is it you can't take a picture? Well, it's so sacred in there. I see. You you're not. We don't want to tarnish it with iPhones and. Yeah. By and the way, Instagram. we shouldn't. You I know what I mean. That. But no, they they have it all laid out like the the flow of it. It's so crowded, but the flow works right. well. You know. Right. You went early in the morning too. That's the secret. Yeah, we started every day at like. 930. All right, let's get into the important part. Let's talk about the food. Okay. The food was unbelievable. Favorite meal there. I'm going to have to say it was the pasta we made it from at, past, at our pasta class. Really? Yeah. But you made five different kinds. I know. So which one out of the five? I want you to, the, I want you to hone in on, spe- I want you to hone in on the specificity of the flavors of your favorite thing you had in okay. Italy. Okay. Well, okay. Then after Rome, we took a car to Umbria in Perugia. That's where we went. And we stayed at this incredible place. And our friend who was turning 60 got a villa. Right. And 13 of us showed up for eight days. And we all stayed at the same place. And we had like activities every day. Mm -hmm. One of which was this pasta making class where this woman came and and showed us how to make five different kinds of pasta. So it was like six hours, maybe. We were like learning how to make all these different things. And my favorite thing, she was like, no stress. No, no stress. stress. <laughs> like the whole time, like we were never, we were like so American, like, ah, like when things were, you know what I mean? 
But like we, you know, made the dough. Then we made all the different shapes through the pasta make, whatever it's called. Where pasta it comes maker. Out. Sure. And then I made ravioli. I We made ravioli. Ricotta ravioli. Yeah. And the whole time she's cooking the sauces on the stove on the side. And there's, I mean, this is, there was so much pasta. We ate it the next day. We ate it twice. But what was your favorite pasta then? So pasta was your favorite meal. What was I, the favorite kind of pasta with the with the sauce? Yeah, it's split for me. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. I think it's the it's the one that Tina, our friend Tina, rolled out with the rolling pin because mm-hmm. we were kneading the dough and then putting it through the pasta shape maker. But she did it like almost like you're making a pizza. Mm-hmm. And then it was so thin, it had to be translucent for to see your hand on the other side. And once it's like that, you you sort of fold it over and then you cut it in little tiny strips. And I believe that was tagliatelle. But what was the sauce with it? Okay, so then the sauce with that one was butter and lemon. And that was it. And we were all like, can we please make, you know, watch So you, you went all the way to Rome. And your favorite meal there was tagliatelle pasta with butter and lemon. It was mind-bending. I can't explain how good it was. But it was so simple. That's the thing. Everything they make is so simple. Yeah. And then we watched her make the red sauce. So she's like cut all the tomatoes. The, like the way they the way they strain the pasta and you put like some of the pasta sauce in the red sauce. That's a secret that every, everyone says to do that. You always want to take a bit of pasta water. Right, because it sticks to exactly. the It'll, pasta more. Precisely. It's, everything they do is, is simple and beautiful and so much better than the way we eat. And nobody got bloated. We were all talking about it. Like we ate pasta, you know, day after day. You never felt bad because of the ingredients. Anna told you that before you left, that you weren't, that it's different there. Because their their food is fresh. It's not filled with pres- preservatives and yeah, crap like it is with flour. us. She was showing us the different flowers we were making the pasta from. And we were all taking pictures. So, like, we're going to try to find it somehow. <laughs> like, But I don't think I'll be making pasta. But if I ever did, yeah, that's the flour I want to use. If you find it, I'm sure Anna's going to want to know where the source is. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Rocket money. I used rocket money again last week. How many are you okay? I don't know. You have a I get lot these, of subscriptions you forget I know. about. You know what it is? Because I get these apps and you have to pay for everything you get these days. And I think, all right, well, I'll use this for a few days but and I'll cancel it. But I forget. And, and you, you have forget to have every your... week that you forgot last week. Yes. Thank God you have Rocket Money. Before I started using Rocket Money myself, I thought I had about like, I don't know, six subscriptions. No, Kate, I had like 15. 15? Yes. I was like, clear it, clear it, clear it, get rid of it. And Rocket Money is like, we have your back. Because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can start to grow your savings. Plus, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pants. That's rocketmoney.com slash pants. Say it, Kate. That's rocketmoney.com slash pants. I'm a little concerned of where the puppy is. Well, go find her. We put her outside because she is a termite. I mean, she really 
gets She's in there a and does, does I'm some go damage. Piranha over termite. Oh, that's sweet. Kim's taking so care sweet. of her. Kim took care of her. I thought we were going to lose Kim's her to the be bells miss- of your garden. Kim's face will be missing when I get back. Yeah. You won't have any cats left. Okay, so then there was a day we like had this lake that took like 30 minutes to find that's part of this property. Mm-hmm. And there's a cabin down there and they had all the boats ready and fishing poles if people wanted to fish and like paddle boards. And then they bring out this gorgeous like spread that you can't even believe with sandwiches and fruits and nuts and cheeses and you can picnic all day and they had wine and beer and whatever you needed and we hung out there for like I swear it was 12 hours and I've never I was like number one I want to live by a lake that's my new obsession and the quiet Mm -hmm. of this area like you 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 didn't hear a peep like nothing unless it was like did you bring books to read? A lot of people did. I didn't. I brought my Kindle, but I I was so happy that I didn't really want to read a book. Right. Well, if you're around a bunch of people, I assume it's hard to even concentrate. There was just too much to do. Right. But also crosstalk. I wouldn't be able to concentrate on my book if there was a lot of talking around. There me. was a lot of ta- a lot of like group like you'd enter a conversation over by the pool or like it was really fun. And then every night we ended the night around the same fireplace. There was always a guitar and like some, I don't know, it was so much fun. And we had like these deep conversations and then I don't know, it was great. Oh, Francesca, every morning you would wake up and Francesca was in the kitchen and made a giant breakfast for everybody. So you walked out and on this big dining room table was whatever you needed juices and coffees and muesli and yogurt what kind of juices i didn't do the juice really i thought of you i didn't have the ju- i don't like you juice in the you morning don't like fresh juice freshly squeezed juice not in the morning really right. it's so refreshing it's too and acidic lovely for me in the morning oh it hurts your tummy well i think it tummies. would hurt it just my tummy doesn't want it right it's not craving it all right I wonder what the fruits are. And then she would be like, would you like eggs? And then she would, each person, she'd go individually make a plate of eggs and whatever they wanted And I bet the eggs are better over there than they are here. Oh yeah, she put cheese in it. Kate, it was was unlike any trip I've ever been on. I told you, this sounds like the trip I had to Brazil, where you literally eat and relax and just connect with people. And you're disconnected from everything outside of the place you're in. Yeah. Oh, talk about disconnected. My my greatest move was I to save money, I frugal <laughs> Franny before we left. And and Kim was like, Oh, call, you know, call Verizon to get your, you know, international plan. And I was like, Oh no, no, no. I watched a YouTube and I'm gonna get an Italian SIM card. And she's like, What are you talking about? I order the SIM card. I'm so excited. They tell you not to put it in until the day you land. So we're like about to land in Italy. And I'm like, boop, I've got the little tool on the airplane. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I think slide you're ha- it you in. You think you're hacking in on a I secret? I was the smartest person. We get there. That fucking thing didn't work the entire time I was gone. Nobody could get a hold of me. Unless I had Wi-Fi and I did like a FaceTime. I looked at you sideways when you said Everybody you were getting did. the Voda. Yeah. She and said, then, oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, Vodafone. Yeah. It didn't work at all. And then it kept telling me things in Italian and I had to translate none of it it still didn't make sense but it didn't work I'm, I'm actually going to return it so in in a way I saved a lot of money well yeah because I, I get to return it I get that money back and I didn't use my well, phone how much is a time. Vodafone it was only like $40 oh it was a sim card 
when I went to Australia, you you always use a SIM card because your phone, your regular phone won't work over there. I never had an issue with it, though. Yeah, I did. Maybe it's when I picked. Vote but, a no-no. But everybody, the entire time, there was this group group text that started before we left. And it was so funny. And the whole time I was there, it was like loaded with like pictures and videos and everyone's like sharing and laughing. And I saw There's none of it. There's something beautiful about that because you were forced to just be in the moment. That's what I mean. My entire life dropped away and I was literally off the grid. Yeah. You were a child of your generation where yeah. you didn't have phones and distraction and constant contact with the outside world. Yeah. You basically had to be where you were. In I was moment. present, Kate. You I was present, present in Italy. No, it's great. Yeah. It's great. I got to like bond with people. Yeah. and Because you don't have I Instagram new, to look I at. I met new people through so our friend Liz. It was her birthday. And so she, it was, you know, her collection of friends. And so it was fun to meet new people and there's just a great group. Good. Of, yeah. It was a well And there were people I knew bunch. that came and I got to like reconnect with them. It was just, it was really nice. I'm glad you had a great time. I know you wanted to go there so badly. That was always the thing you said, I want to go to Italy. I've heard you say that on repeat. Yeah. I've never my mom heard was you, half Italian. Yeah. I never heard you discuss a country or a place repeatedly like you have with Italy ever. Right. Because you've never been that person of like, oh, I have to get to this place. But with Italy, you were. So I'm glad you went and I'm glad you had a great time. Thank you. Me too. It was really nice. I don't know what I can fill you in on, what you missed. Bugsy learned how to go up the stairs. Uh, well, I noticed that big change. The problem is she doesn't know how to come down the stairs. So oh. you have to rescue her when she's on that second floor because she is ter she's scared of heights. So she's going all the way up to the second she floor now? She goes up. Oh, it's- Because I saw her jump on the couch today and I was like, Kate. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's new. Yeah. But she goes up the stairs. But it's funny. She doesn't just go up the stairs straight. She goes like the front of her body goes up, then the back half of her body goes up. Oh, and then that the makes front sense. part of the body, then the back part of the body. And it's like a slinky uh -huh. all the way up. And then she gets up to the top of the stairs. And by this point, we're all downstairs and she's stranded and she starts to cry. And so then you have to go upstairs. I've made I've. I've probably tracked so many steps in the last week since you've been gone because I have to go up and rescue her like Every seven, eight, nine times a day. Oh my God, you're kidding. Because she doesn't- She has she, you trained. Yeah, she doesn't know how to come down the stairs. Well, she when she came over here, she went down the, it's only one step. Two and then, little bitties don't yeah, scare her. But okay. uh, one that looks like Everest is, mm -hmm. she just panics. If I was to put her on a downward, if put her in position downward, she'd probably freeze and panic. Right. So that or was a ski slope or something. Completely. Yeah, so that was that. our, that was a big moment. Well, that's in our a breakthrough. House. Yeah, it was a breakthrough. We're still on strike. I don't know if you know. It's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm kind of managing my expectations just because I've gotten my hopes up naively that, like, oh, maybe it's now. It's not naive. It's, you and know. And so I'm just sort of trying to stay a little distant from I, it. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, go completely opposite of that and i think there's going to be a crack in the system today and i think i think i think it's gonna i think we're gonna make move we're, we're gonna moving make some forward moves? today yeah okay <sighs> i hope you're right and i'm wrong i do too because this is terrible what's happening it really is and then i we fell into a documentary hole oh wow. i can't tell you how many documentaries i've watched because i've lost me. count I don't even like I'm really like drudging like the bottom of the barrel trying to find new ones to see. Well, let us all know. What are you watching? So there's a really great one about 
Tour and de- you can talk about this? Well, I'm not going to discuss what channel it's on. Everyone can do the math and figure it out on their own. But there's a documentary series about Tour de France. Do you know anything about Tour de France? Mm-mm. Neither did I until I watched this documentary. It is the hardest fucking sport out there. Do you, so let me break it down for you. They, they call each race a stage. Okay. They have, I believe it's 21 stages. And every day is a oh, new- Oh, I know this. Every day is a new stage. Yeah, it's the way you win. So like when you think somebody's losing, you're like, oh no, he's the winner. He's in the back. He's- What I'm talking about, the, the yeah, you could be right. But what I'm talking about is the, like the physical exertion it takes because every day is for, it's a short period of time, 21 days. Every day is a new state, is a new stage. Maybe they get a day off and they're riding a hundred miles, if not more through the French Alps, through major inclines, through like crazy bumpy roads that cause crazy accidents. But regardless, it's an insane amount of distance every single day. Yeah. And I knew nothing about this sport. And then I watched this and I was amazed. And I was like, this is honestly the hardest thing out there. I think it beats any other sport, including boxing, which I think is one of the hardest ones. But this is like, I was amazed. And the guy's bodies are crazy because there's no, like, there's no body fat, right? Like, right. how could they? Like, you're just burning calories incessantly, but there, there is just, and you look at them and they seem so frail, but if you touch them, I'm sure they feel like piece of wood mm-hmm. just because of, it's all like skin, bone and like lean muscle. But, oh my God, it's the hardest sport. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. One of the guys that was on this trip was watching, he's a major cyclist fanatic. Oh, really? He's like, oh yeah. It's like his whole life. Does he do and it? So I, is he, a- he does it. And also, I mean, not professionally. No, but, but he, yes. he does. Yeah. But he, he's been a part of this world since he was a kid. So he's like obsessed with it. And he was watching, I think it was the Italian one version of Tour de France. There's like three oh. big ones. And the guy who won is from Colorado, which is like the, un, it's unheard of that an American one right. this, it's, since I believe since Lance Armstrong. Right. I rewatched his documentary, rewatched Icarus. Have you seen Icarus? Oh, Icarus is amazing. You haven't seen it. I think it was nominated or it won an Oscar. I haven't seen it. it should out. I? Yeah, you should see it. It's fascinating. It starts in one, it starts as one thing and ends as a completely different thing. It's wild, but it involves cycling and it involves the, what are they, the KGB in Russia. Like it's wild. Like wow. I just, I really recommend it. It's okay. such a good doc, but rewatching that after all these years. But yeah, I got really fascinated with cycling. Not that I want to do it. I have no desire on hopping on a bike and driving through the neighborhood, but I'm just really amazed and fascinated with the endurance these guys have. Right. And it's all them, right? It's all them and the and the wheels. Yeah. And the rules are weird. And their teammates. I think there's a whole thing about how there you, is. Everyone has like a rule. Like some of them are carriers where they just yeah, collect push, the snacks mm-hmm. and the drinks from right. the from the team coach or whatever I in the car. I think that was the Colorado guy was one of those and ended up being, and by the time they realized he was winning the whole team, he, the people that were supposed to win were pushing him forward. Really? And so was he wearing the... I wonder if he was the fastest because I know the fastest wears the yellow shirt. I mean, shirt. this just happened four or five days ago, so you can look it up. But it was oh, like really? a really big deal. Yeah. Inter- I didn't even know other countries had it. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. So that's what my life was in a nutshell. What else did you watch? A lot of crime docs, ones that I had never heard of. Do you think the whole crime doc thing is going to stick around? I for hope a li- so. Yeah. You don't think it'll die off? I hope not. No pun intended, but 
I don't want it to. Okay. All right. I really don't want it to. I was at a dinner party on Saturday and someone was like, oh, I love crime docs. And I said, oh, I do too. I love them. And so we were just like giving each other referrals because she had run out of the things she had seen and I was... Did you guys give each other ones you haven't seen? Yeah. Oh, good. Exactly. There was one, I was starting to watch one that happened in Brazil about a telenovela star that was murdered by her co-star. And I think it was a really big story that when it happened in the 90s, but I was really tired when we were watching it the other night and I don't speak Portuguese and everyone was talking very fast and my eyes were like looking at the screen and looking up and looking at the screen, looking up. And so I crapped out and I said, oh, no, I can't watch this anymore. My eyes hurt. I'm getting a migraine. I'm watching an interesting but one. But you watch, everything you watch is with subtitles. It Are is, you used to it at this, this point? Mo- this, for whatever reason, I just found this documentary to like move really quick. Like mm-hmm. the, the the visuals. I watched a really interesting one about a murder in, in Spain. Oh shit, what was the name of it? Fuck, can't remember. Watched another one called What Happened to Garrett Phillips. That was like one I never heard of and that was really interesting. Oh, just, I went deep. God, deep. It's a lot of TV. It's a lot of TV time. Yeah. No judgment. Just It was like a nightly thing. I was like, let's, happy. Let's, yeah. I was like, let's, what's on tonight? Like, it was like always like, what, what doc should we watch tonight? It's not like I watched it during the day. It was always like a nighttime I, if activity. If you had, I would be happy for and you. And on the weekend, I thought, one of the days during the weekend, I, I was like, I have nothing planned today. And it felt great. I love those days. Felt fantastic. Did you shower or did you just like wake up and... Yeah, I got a shower. I'm not that person that can go days on end without showering. Not days, but there you'd never do that one day. No. Really? Usually. I think I will. And then by the end, I like I, I succumb and I say, I'm going to take a bath. Wow. It's a feeling of getting into bed even slightly grimy no, that I know. bums me I out. Mean, I'm, I mean, I... I just like occasionally when that happens, you're like, wow, that felt really fun. But when you're in Marfa, you don't, and you're by yourself, just like alone. You have, nobody's there. Yeah. No, I don't No, I like, I like the feeling of water on my head in the morning. No, but I'm asking when you're there and like you were doing work on your place, for instance. I get really, uh, I shower in the morning, then I get really dirty. Yeah. And then I shower again. Yeah. Like it's so dry and dusty there. It feels good to shower. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how gross I would be if I didn't. Well, yeah, it's the desert. Right. It gets so you everywhere. Feel you need, you're like, I need water. Yeah. I went to wash my car the other day and I hadn't washed it since I was out in the desert. And I thought it was pretty clean until I lifted up the mat. And there's just like this fucking sand. It gets everywhere. Like everywhere. It's also Los Angeles is, the air is disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. But this was like, Your car de- this was black. desert sand. I know what desert sand is. Yeah. And yeah. I just was like, it's been sitting in my car for weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, every fucking crevice. Yeah. I'm getting new tires on my truck when we land next week. I'm excited about it. What, I already ordered. What truck? You just got new tires on your on your my truck in oh, Texas. The, oh, you're, why? Are they run out? Are they worn? Well, sh- I just I'm getting this thing where so I park it at the airport. So when I land, I drive in. I'm going to stop doing that. Because one, I'm not going to name this place, but I think they just don't take care of it. And I feel like I have tire rot. They don't take care of your car? They, yeah, my battery is always dead. Like they're supposed to start it. It's supposed to be like a service. So like when I land, I'm like, thanks. And I pick it up and I, and I don't feel like that's happening. So I'm reclaiming my car. And before I, drive it and park it, I'm going to 
get new tires. And I'm very excited Are about it. Are you going to park it at a new place? I'm going to park it by my house. But how do you get from the it. airport to your house? I'm going to rent a car, drive in, park okay. the car, and drive my truck around. But at least my drive will always be safe. Right. But aren't you worried about your truck getting tire rot at the house since it's not? No, being I have a. I had. I had a carport made. Okay. So it's got a cover. But now you have to spend money on the rental car going from the airport to the house. I understand, but I'm already spending money parking it. I so see. it's kind of a wash. Okay. Okay. That makes. And sense. I just feel like at least the rental car will be always be like a well kept car. Right. Do you feel funny driving on the roads with the tires? Yeah. So I don't, I, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you know what? I feel like I need new tires. You could tell when you were driving it. Were you slipping? No, I can tell in my heart. <laughs> oh, it was your heart telling my you heart these things. My heart told me Alicia get new tires. Interesting. Well, something to update. Yeah. I'm excited. I found this great little tire shop. I told him the situation. I was like, here's when I land. Can you have them ready? He already got them. He sent me a picture this morning. They're in a little stack. Nice work, Eddie. I'm going to pull up. He's going to plop them on. Whatever they do. That's fantastic. And I drive off. Great. Really excited about it. I've never been so excited about tires. I'm excited for you. I haven't heard enthusiasm about tires and I haven't ever I had it. I tell before. you when I last heard that. The what? I've never had it before. Well, tire I'm glad. excitement. I'm glad. I know people get excited about tires when they do like a fancy tire thing on their car. Don't people get excited about that? When they do or is that the wheels. No, people get excited about tires. Like they get big nubby ones or like it's a real like I guess so. I don't know. I'm not Jamie, a t- our friend Jamie loves a nubby tire. Yeah, I, I don't know. She'd be like, what do you get the 17s on the 64, whatever, you know, and it's like tire talk. And I'm always like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know either. No. But I'm saying there is a world where I people- might get a lift. I might get a lift on my truck at some point. And if that's the case, I'll have to get big tires. But this is what I'm talking about. I, don't, I haven't decided if I'm By going the to way, do that. I say no. I know you don't like it, but it's not as extreme as you think it is. I know what you're thinking, and I I don't like that look. It's very, I don't like it. This has like a, just a minor lift. It's just okay. Well, when you do that, you will get bigger tires. And if wheels, I decide and the to whole, do it, yeah, yeah, and and this is where you'll probably be excited and be like, I now I remember when you. And I'll probably research the shit about tires yeah. and learn all about the different rim size tire. I don't know. Right. I genuinely, just don't give a shit usually. Right. But but you will. And I, and I guarantee you're going to, if I get, if I make this choice, then you're probably right. Yeah. And mine's way less like aesthetic. I'm just into the safety. Yeah, of course you should be. You have to do that drive from the airport. Yeah, absolutely. And then on Friday, are you going to help me pick out some white paint? Yeah. Are you going to give me a visual? I'm, I could do it right now. So I'm totally available and ready and okay. excited because i will are, are they big samples you're going to put on the wall well, i don't what's, what's your definition big. big well you're supposed to do like ahmad said that he is he said get me some paint i have not done that i should probably do that tomorrow I'm, i've never he has his color he likes steam steam is that dun edwards or i don't know is that i just know that's the name is that what he told you to paint in there his he said his friend, who's a designer who does like, you know, my multi-million dollar homes over and over and over, feels like this guy feels like he found the perfect white paint. But I feel like everyone thinks they found okay. the perfect well, white this, paint. Well, this, anyway, it was called Steam. If you go online and you look up best 
white paint. Architect's favorite white paints. Completely. Yeah. And they're all different. And yeah, they all have a, so every, everyone's got one. Everyone gets cocky about their white paint. Yeah. Pick. Like, oh, you got to do this. Uh-huh. It's like, really, do I? Who gives a shit? It's just really for the homeowner. No one's gonna. No one else is gonna walk in and say, "Wow, what a warm, what a but beautiful." But they all have white. their reasons. Like they even like have articles where the the architect oh, breaks down why they oh, yeah, like no, that I've one. Read them. Well, when the sun, it oh yeah, really I've read takes it. the hue. I've read the, all about where the light hits and what the room is east, north. So what west are you? Facing. What are you looking for in a white paint? I'm looking for a very warm off white. I'm not looking for anything bright, and I'm not looking for like a cream off white. Can be a scary word. It could be. You just it, everything has different undertones. It's like you have yellow undertones, you have red undertones, blue, so blue undertones. I don't want anything with a blue undertone because blue no. is cool, and I don't yeah. like cool whites. So I'm just finding something in that world. I've narrowed it down. I bought. Oh yeah, while you were gone, I bought like 20 paint samples. I kept going back to Benjamin Moore, getting a little more more of these things and throwing them up in little patches and just kind of looking and deciding and narrowed it down to about two or three. And so Great. That's so I'm that's what you're bringing me in for the last three. Yeah, I get an opinion. And Ahmad said, go get bigger tins to slap it on the wall. And I should do that tomorrow. That's what time. I'm saying. Your your sample should be like at least four by four. So you can see, really see the color. Four inches by four inches? Four feet. Oh, shit. Yeah, big. Or so three, to, maybe three by three. I'm going to buy all this paint. I think a little sample pot will be enough for really? three by three. Yeah. Okay. I'll it's do just that. you really want to see it. Right. So that's it. Okay. I can't wait. What if you did? What if we disagree? Well then. I mean, you're the winner. It's your house. True. And I have to know. And Anna has a say. It's her house too. You're just bring, maybe. Oh, am I like a tiebreaker? No, just to get another point of view. You know, when you look at samples for so long and you think that, and then you stare at something long enough and you think, oh, but maybe it should be this. Mm -hmm. I just need a fresh set of eyes. That's okay. all. Okay. All right. They're coming over. Okay, great. So that's that. And then you almost are done and you're almost moving in. Thank God. I can't. I, this is the first time I've been happy. Summer is over. I don't think you even like enjoyed this. You were like, when's summer over? I didn't I enjoy like, this it's summer probably at probably because you want to just be in the winter with your house. Well, that, but also I just feel like this summer was just filled with a lot of heaviness. I mean, we had two strikes going on. The wet, it was unbearably hot. I've always associated summer with working because that's just how my right. schedule has no, been we for were, the last yeah, eight we were or nine unemployed. years. And then this is the first real summer I've ever had off, which felt kind of funny to me. It right. wasn't like, it didn't feel right. So, and so all those factors. It's like icky. Yeah. So all those factors it. involved, I, I just thought, when the hell is this over? It's hot. <laughs> we just stopped and stared at each other. <laughs> oh my God. So that's that. Okay. Well, listen, I'll be there Friday. Thank We're going to nail down this white paint. Yes. I'll talk to you soon. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you in, yeah. tomorrow at least. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Nisha Haley. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram at the Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS and graphics are by Love Fox. <laughs> <laughs>